How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The emperor has no clothes. The NCAA, again, loses in court on Friday afternoon. Uh, the NCAA and the states of Tennessee and Virginia joined together in an argument, basically, that got put, sent to federal court over whether or not it was legal uh, for players uh, to, as high schoolers, to be recruited with NIL in mind or use NIL as an inducement. Uh, the court coming back on Friday afternoon saying the NCAA could not provide any, uh, uh, put any restriction on wage earnings of NIL on any player, either at the collegiate or college, or a collegiate or high school level, uh, whether it's as an inducement or what have you, that the rule essentially uh, is not there and shouldn't be there. Uh, long story short, it is only a temporary uh, ruling by this federal judge. However, uh, it is uh, yet another loss in court by the NCAA and will absolutely, as uh, the Athletics article put it, open the floodgates uh, for utilizing NIL as part of the recruiting process in a more open, transparent manner, in my opinion. Uh, a lot of people see this as, oh, well, uh, now college sports are going to be paid athletes. Guys, that's been the way for the last two years, whether a lot of people have realized it or not. The reality now is if we go into this uh, open market type scenario, which is where I think we're headed, there will be more transparency. Instead of trying to figure out where 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 all the money's coming from or who's getting paid what, et cetera, and kind of wink, wink, nod, nod, this is actually, I think, a good thing because uh, an open market will actually give us the information and let people know what's going on. All that being said, it is definitely a blow for the NCAA. The NCAA, like I said, uh, an emperor with no clothes. Uh, they literally continue to get beaten back and beaten back uh, by imp implementing rules that simply do not fit with what they've been told is possible. Uh, they continue to go forward with the idea that, oh, well, we're going to restrict how much money you can spend on decorating hotel rooms of recruits. Why? Because probably because a Division three school didn't want to have to pay to do that, but a Division one school could. It makes no sense. They absolutely are trying to make rules and govern rules that make no, they have no business actually even getting there. Talk about the field of play, not necessarily how they get there and govern how many scholars. I mean, there's all kinds of things that are getting ready to be questioned. How many scholarships a, a school can actually have? Well, is it legal to do that? 
man, there there are so many rules out there right now that the NCAA tries uh, to put its hand in and have a say in that every single one of them that for whatever reason comes out to the negative of an individual, whether that individual is 16 or 21, whether he's a high school recruit or 21 years old, all of those are getting knocked down because they don't have uh, what baseball uh, has, which is uh, the uh, a right to basically uh, uh, have an antitrust uh, exemption. The NFL is different because NFL actually has a union, uh, for example, uh, and they have collective bargaining. Uh, it's 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 very interesting to me that uh, what's going on right now is the universities uh, and the NCAA as its uh, speaker continues to go the way of the wrong way. They're, they're not actually looking forward. As I just mentioned, if they were to look forward, we could have an open, fair market where people would understand, okay, this person gets this much, this person, and, and it's, it's fair and above board. And then you actually recruit, not based on how much money you're going to get, but which offense is better, which, which gives you better opportunities long-term as a graduate of that school. You can actually have fair conversations instead of under the table conversations or conversations where the money may not be real at one place. I mean, we've heard, we've heard about that, uh, especially down uh, in College Station, apparently, according to Evan Stewart, et cetera. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. Where the money isn't the same, you know, my point being that the NCAA wants to try to keep this from the players from being employees that likely is not going to be possible going forward. It's just not. They want it to be, but I don't think they're going to be able to make that happen. Um, and uh, because of that, there needs to be other changes. And the court is basically deciding for this for the NCAA before the NCAA even gets there. And so the NCAA as a whole and college sports and the athletic directors and the SEC and the Big Ten and all of these big time athletic directors, they need to get in a room and start really having the conversation that needs to be had. What does the future of college sports look like? Because it's not what it has looked like in the past from the standpoint of the NCAA tells everybody else how to do it. And we're going to all live by get what's going to happen instead. And what needs to happen instead is they need to start from scratch with the idea that the student athlete is the or the, the young athlete that's going to play for their teams and, and matriculate at their schools, they actually have the power. And they need to build their, their idea of what they're doing from that, 
not a top-down model where the NCAA is trying to uh, basically strip its rules or, or minimize rules or change or add rules just to address NIL. They need to rip it all up and start again. That's as clear as day, yet somehow, some way, we continue to just kick this can down the road. The NCAA has historically done this. They kick the can and keep kicking it down the road further and further instead of addressing the elephant in the room. Should these players participate in the profit and revenue of the universities at the big time level? I'm not talking about, I don't know, I'm not talking about Mary Harden Baylor or Houston Baptist or Houston Christian, whatever it's called now. I'm talking about at Texas, Texas A&M, Oklahoma, LSU. Should they participate? There was a time when I didn't, I didn't think they should. 30, 40 years ago, college football wasn't the big mega billionaire, uh, billion enterprise that it was today. I mean, I think Texas made like 35 million one year, 30 or 40 years ago. Now they're making 300 to 400 or whatever the figure is. It's a big difference. And it's one thing whenever they were running it as a non, and it was truly a nonprofit. Now you have coaches with $10 million a year salaries, athletic directors who you have to have a good athletic director and you have to pay them a competitive salary. They're making two, two and $3 million a year. It's time for the players to actually participate as well and not just from a get an education. That does take, and I, and I will admit, it does take some of the purity away from college football and what I grew up college football to mean and be. But I will say that's always been this almost uh, a, a almost, you know, too true of a, uh, of a thought process. Like that's, that's a, that's an idea or an ideal that just isn't true. It's probably never been completely true. Um, but uh, that notion is very uh, old, I guess, is the best way to say it. And we've seen this coming. And the problem is the NCAA has held on to that notion. And they're being told their notion doesn't work anymore. Time and time and time again. Okay. How does that, how does this all affect the University of Texas? Well, as everybody knows, Texas has a very robust NIL program. I don't know how it's going to affect them. I do know this. Steve Sarkeesian would have no problem with a, a fair market. Okay. What he doesn't want is things happening behind the scenes that no one has control over. He's, he's ready to go argue about Austin being a great place, about Texas being a great school, about himself developing people and players for the NFL about the education you get at the University of Texas, on and on and on, okay? I really believe that Texas should try to embrace and lead in this regard, okay? That is how it, it really should be, in my opinion. It, we have to stop putting uh, unnecessary restrictions on trade and on these players, student athletes, whatever you want to call them, and go forward with what the law says. And that's not to restrain trade. The NCAA does not have a antitrust exemption, and they're not going to get one. They're making too much money. I mean, there is the, the facts are, you know, billions and billions of dollars are being spent. 
The players in, deserve some money. How we do it, whether it's through them being employees and having a union, whether it's a collective bargaining of some sort where they're uh, contractors, I, I don't know. But the, the notion that they are merely students and can profit only off of their NIL, I think that's that's the wrong way to go about this. And if if the if the NCAA and particularly the institutions that matter, and I'm talking about Texas, if they don't get off of their high horse a little bit and understand that they are part of the that they can be part of the solution, the players and the institutions that actually matter. I'm talking about Notre Dame. I'm talking about Ohio State, Texas, Southern Cal, uh, Florida, Georgia. You got you guys get my drift. They need to take control of this and take it away from the NCAA because the NCAA is nothing but a shield for them, and it's a completely ineffective one. I can't tell you how hard Chris Del Conte's job must be right now. How many different times and how many different rules has he had to has he had to deal with in the last three years as it relates to NIL? Every time they come out with a new rule, it gets stricken. Every time they come out with a new idea, it gets told, no, we can't do that either, or it gets tossed into court. It's time for, for people that, I don't know who, I don't know who at the university, whether it's Jay Hartzell, Kevin Eltai, the uh, chair of the Board of Regents, I don't know if they're even possible or if they would uh, create a like-minded group that could actually get together and talk about it. But the reality of it is, is the big-time schools need to stop trying to rely on the NCAA to do anything. I think that's fair. They need to stop relying on the NCAA, NCAA to do anything because all it's going to do is keep losing and losing in court because they're trying to retrofit their rules and thought and thought process behind all of their rules. They're trying to, those don't work anymore. The NCAA says you're wrong at every single step almost. I mean, when has the NCAA actually won a court case? They haven't. And that's the problem. That's the problem. People have to step up and start being the adults in the room and take over because the NCA simply cannot do that for the top 50 or 60 schools in the country. It may work perfectly fine for, I don't know, I mean, St. Joseph's or, you know, give me another one, uh, Florida A&M. They may work fine for those schools. They don't work for Florida State. They don't work for Texas. They don't work for Oklahoma. That's that is how big college football has become. Some people aren't going to like that and, and say that, but that's the reality. And so let's, and this is my, my biggest thing, let's talk about reality instead of old times of what we want it to be. Because reality is all that matters. The NCAA and their leadership, Charlie Baker. He's failing again. He's trying to work it out. He's even said, hey, I think there may be a situation where the top 60 teams, they need to go figure it out for themselves. And the NCAA may not be right for them. He's right. But he can't abdicate and continue to enforce NCAA-like rules that are going to do nothing but that, uh, be ridiculous. The, the, the latest one with not being able to decorate hotel rooms that came out under Charlie Baker. Now, Charlie Baker is far removed from making that decision. I'm not, but it shows the th 
thought that the NCA is still moving in the wrong direction. It's, it's you know, I, I agree. Somebody said, this is an aircraft carrier. And it takes one little move, may not actually do anything for another five to 10 minutes or another five to 10 years. The problem is, this was a move that, that Charlie Baker should have said, what are we doing here? Why are we making more rules? They don't need more rules. The NCAA needs fewer rules that are well-defined. And until they get that and, and, and understand that the athletes should get a, a seat at the table of some sort, I, I think they're going to be coming at it from the wrong perspective. And until the top 50 or 60 schools set out and say, we need our own situation, I don't. I think you get what you get. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll see how this all comes out. But the NCAA today uh, getting hammered yet again in court. Uh, the states of Virginia and uh, Tennessee winning uh, in getting a temporary restraint of trade uh, ruling against the NCAA, uh, disallowing uh, any restrictions on NIL to induce players or sign with players prior to uh, joining a school or a collective. Uh, again, NCAA, you got to get it right, guys. Uh, that's Otherwise, we're going to continue to hear all of this, and you're going to continue to have egg on your face. And frankly, what I really worry about, it's going to continue to tick away a little and a little at the game that we all love, which is college football. There is a place for college football. And that's what we have to get to and strip away the NCAA's ideas of what it should be back when this thing started in the 1800s. Anyways, all right, that's going to do it uh, for a special edition of On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton. Uh, we've got football theory tomorrow with Rod Babers and Bob Shipley. Hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, for now, uh, hook them. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.